Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 145 145 sure that sounds right 145 of the black flag podcast uh as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii you are bradley saucer at b sauce 96 together we are at black flag pod on all things social media that is all over the socials. I'm losing my voice a little bit. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, what the fuck? We just we just got we done just did an interview. interviewing our interview with Max yeah. McLaughlin, and you were fine. I was, and you walked upstairs, and you came back down. COVID. And now you, yeah, yeah. Now you got the the Omarion. I le- <laughs> the Omarion. I like Ice that. box where my heart used to be. That was good. Whatever. That yeah. was good. I like that. Thank no. you. I'll no, be, I, I'll I let be the, here literally all week. I, yeah. I let the dog out and. <clears throat> You let the God dog damn. out? Yeah, I am the Baja man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just one, one, one-hit wonder mm. and your life is paid for? Yeah. Even the Baja men never have to work again. Think about that. Mm. Those island kids. Oh, yeah. Don't even. <laughs> okay. We're just... Yeah. So this is episode one forty five of Black Podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, head on over to the Patreon app. Uh, look up wherever you get your apps from. Uh, look up Patreon. Look up the Black Flag Podcast. Now that we figured out how the fuck Zoom works and how uh, how Patreon works, really, um, we're going to be heading on. Uh, you know, giving you some more exclusive content over there, where you're only going to be able to get it if you are a pal. Uh, you've got uh, merchandise discounts. You got all sorts of cool shit. And uh, who was who the pal that we had? Ask Max McLaughlin a question today. Cameron Jackson. Cameron so, Jackson. So that's what we're going to start doing. We're going <clears> to <throat> as long as we have someone lined up, because there quite literally is times where we end up at six thirty and. We're we're like holy shit let's message chase elliott um and <laughs> like there are there are times where we're not really planned out but um as long as we know who's coming on and they confirm uh mm-hmm. we will announce that over on the patreon app for for you know early i guess uh, access well yeah kind of you can you can ask a question and if you if you ask a good question or if you happen to be the only one like cameron was today yeah. uh we'll ask your question yeah. so yeah we'll uh, we'll start doing that for every monday yeah. Uh, I think that that's pretty simple, something that we can do. Um, we are There is a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, the, the, our whole equipment is now shifted to the complete other side of the room it as is. we get ready for I can actually our, see the room now. For our BFP friends miss. I'm quite literally looking at a, a blank white wall. Which, which I'm okay um, with because that's what I was looking at the I'm, last forever. I'm like forever. three or four steps from looking at that in general uh, <laughs> in life. So... Uh, <laughs> I go go see my... Never mind. Um, oh, God. That was going to be... I was gonna. I was gonna have to cut that out. So yeah, uh, for yeah. just to keep work for you know less work for me, uh, I will uh, just don't make it messy. Ref- that's all I ask. Refrain. Um, 
So what were we talking about? Oh, so yeah, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. We, so there's the, BFE in general, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. I feel, but this weekend, yeah. So we have BFE Friends Miss, Friends Miss coming up. Um, we were gonna do a Friendsgiving. <laughs> we were gonna do a Christmas party. We're too broke to do both. So now we have a Friends Miss. So um, if you're one of the lucky thirty people on the invite on uh, Facebook, thank you. If not, sorry. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there, there's there's probably going to be more, a handful more that that, that get invited, but just uh, if you know, people, you know, it's more it's more or less just the same people that came last time. Um, it's, plus, it's, it's a chunk of the gaggle. It's, it's it's more or less the people that came last time, plus the people that live in this general demographic area that I know are going to show up probably regardless mm-hmm. whether they're invited or not so that's and that's fine that is what so it is. um yeah we that's are, kind of the point we're in the we're in the process of shifting everything around if we sound a little different which we shouldn't um that's <laughs> probably an issue that i will have to deal with for next week but um we're going to be moving our microphone equipment into a different location because we are going to be starting video let's just plan to do regardless of the, the quality we'll plan to do video at the beginning the first episode of the year yeah. Um, I think that we could figure that out because we did just order a new mic stands so that we can actually like sit on the couch, kind of chill out and uh, and record. But um, yeah, we, there'll be a there'll be an announcement coming uh, at some point or another regarding uh, the first episode of the year. Should be a, should be a fun show. Looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking forward to this weekend. We, we didn't uh, th- so this past weekend. Let's just. Uh, what did you do this weekend? Do you anything fun this weekend? I uh, I had to work on Saturday, which is like the first time in forever, uh, which almost uh, directly goes into my grinds, my gears. But I'll hold off for a second. Uh, do you, unless you have one right off the bat? I don't know bat. that I have no? a grinds, my gears right right off the bat. But so I, I will say we did a family Christmas, um, and my family being so I I don't Christmas because no. I don't really family, <clears throat> um, and that's not really by my choice for the most part. So. Uh, we ended up having uh, a lot of our friends. We we just kind of ad- adopted one another. Mm-hmm. Um, Margaret Barker was my mother. Derek Holbrook was my was my dad. Uh, Cassidy and Casey were my my sisters. And uh, Nana was uh, uh, Margaret's friend Rachel, whom I met on the day of our family Christmas party. So we went to go do pictures and stuff, and we went and did the whole deal. We went and got a tree. We brought it back. We decorated it, and. Uh, <laughs> In the middle of this whole process, uh, we get the tree, bring it back, put it in the in the bed of Margaret's truck, which uh, there's the infamous picture from Oxford of yes. uh, Margaret's truck and all of us standing in the bed. That picture will go down in fame, like in infamy, yep. um, because that it, we're going to end up getting a, a large print from Daniel, and that is going to be mine um, mm-hmm. because that is just like my favorite picture of not only the summer but probably ever. Um, but so we had a little bit of a mishap. We uh, we loaded the, the tree. tree. Oh yeah, 100%. okay. Yeah, we loaded the tree into the truck, um, which was full of tires, and like there was not really much room for a tree. So you didn't so empty it out before you. No. To go- okay. No. That makes so, sense. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you don't think about anything, anything makes sense. So the tree is now sitting on top of the tires. Well, we get about halfway down the road. Tree is now in the middle of the road. Perfect. And so as we were <laughs> as we were recording our interview with uh, with Mad Max, there, I got a Facebook message from Alexander Cop and said, "I almost had my claim to fame Saturday afternoon. You guys lost a Christmas tree in front of my house, and you took off before I could offer you a beer." Oh, that's tough. That is that's real tough. I would have loved a beer. I definitely didn't. What have a story one going. that would have been. That w- <laughs> what a story. <laughs> what a story that still is. I mean, like we, I might go. I might go get another tree. Well, I might. It might just show up. At why April. don't we just cut one down and throw it in front of his house and then have a beer with him anyway? Like, just decorate it in his front yard. Yeah, we'll yeah. have a BFP tree in his front yard. And then we, we're pretty. Big. And all have black stockings. We're. we're b- 
we're booked up for the next <laughs> handful of weeks, but maybe maybe in like April we'll just go get a Christmas tree for no reason. I'm down. Yeah, I'm okay. down. Yeah, might as well. Cri- Christmas so, in June. So that's basically that's basically what I did uh, last weekend and this coming weekend. Again, I, we have friends miss, which um, I don't know if you, y'all kept up to the last time that we did a, a, a friends gathering here. Um, I uh, I ran a marathon. Uh, um, yeah, and it was very unplanned. It so was. Um, probably probably not going to be doing. All of those events. I uh, sure hope not. But yeah, I, no, I, I don't. The, mm. the gaggle goes uh, unplanned. Most I still of the don't time. know how that even happened. I like, I tell never you. once. That was the first. You time ruined my a life. very nice set of moccasins, though. <laughs> oh my destroyed god! Destroyed them. And I and I I cannot emphasize this enough. And fosses. I just replaced the moccasins yesterday. Oh no, Bradley! What? That's just an omen. Yeah. Oh. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. I forgot idiot. that I was wearing moccasins. What an idiot. Actually, I forgot you what I was doing yourself. the whole entire night. You literally jinxed yourself. So for those who, who might not have been listening way back when. Back in Nam. Um, back in March or April, that we had nothing going on for a couple weeks. So we were like, let's just have pa- like a couple parties on Saturday night up, at, house up at the house. Just so the we house had a couple party. house parties, and we invited a lot of our Connecticut friends. Um, and we just we, we filled the basement. We played beer pong. We, we watched like football or whatever the fuck was on TV, and we just had a good time. Hmm. And... Um, at one point in the night, and by 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 night, I mean late afternoon, I stopped knowing what was going on. Uh, well, you stopped knowing who you were, and I uh, can tell you exactly yeah. why that was to happen. And that was because my my cor- my not my cornhole, my beer pong partner. <laughs> you're, you're what? <laughs> you know what tier cornhole? <laughs> no, no, my my beer pong partner Cassidy said that she was not going to drink any of the cups when the, the other opposing no. team hit them. And they were filled halfway with. Wait, truly. Cassidy said she was going to do something, and then just didn't. No, she said she. She just said straight up she was not oh, going to do it. Okay, yeah. Um. So I ended up drinking all of the cups for like three beer pong games in a row, mm-hmm. and then oh, I remember I. Yeah, I'm glad you did I remember. because well, I because I, I, very shortly after that I was on the ground and I got one spilled all over me. I don't remember why I was on the ground, but I very much remember getting straight. I think it was White Claw and vodka to the face um, while I was on the floor. Already. You you could not be more welcome. Yeah. No, it so, is what it is. So then uh, the end of the night, cut, well, not the end of the night, the beginning of the night, really, for everyone else, uh, comes and they all decide that we're going to go to the Oyster Pub. Yes. And uh, I was like, the yeah. Cl- the clam shack. Apparently, I was like, yeah, let's for sure do that. And uh, Which is very I, off-brand. And then, yeah, and then I showed up without my wallet and without anything other than my cell phone. And um, that was all our fault. That it could have been. <laughs> I don't remember not anything. You could not have been more mad at Getting here <laughs> and getting <laughs> the 7.8 miles it, it is until you get to the Oyster Pub. And then I ran that back home and got home like 45 minutes before everyone else. So I had a pretty good 7.8 mile time in moccasins that's like a in the middle of march it took me like an that's like a quarter marathon isn't it that might be more than a quarter i think because a marathon's what 26 holy so 13 you did more than a quarter of a marathon good for you Mm. Mm. you feeling ripped athlete how are your calves my i couldn't walk for (laughs) at least five business days after that yeah no it was not good that was so fucked that that whole night was fucked i i do i quite literally don't remember anything from being down here playing beer pong to there's a last little bit of a stretch of a highway as you get off of uh, a 295 so i'm from i-95 went to 295 there's a little off stretch to go to towards scarborough and route one well at the end of it you can see there's a flashing light. It basically tells you to check up because you're about to go through a four-way intersection. Well, 
I came through at about like halfway down that off ramp because I could see the light in the distance. And I was like, that's home. That is, that is home. Keep in mind, I saw like a, a half a mile until home, but that was basically home. I just knew where I was going at that point. Um, and yeah, you know, I just, I woke up the next morning. My phone was bent in half. Um, let, let it like actually folded in half though. Yeah. Like there was a crease in the middle of it. Yeah. I don't, that was a lot. And then you were mad about the phone thing. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. yeah. Was, there was, was just a lot. I mean, it was a lot that happened. You wake up and your, your, your $1,200 phone is now bent in half. Yeah. yeah it looks like a paperclip. Uh-huh. It's a paperweight, whatever that's worth. <clears throat> well, it is now, mm-hmm. or it was. Or, did oh. they did they even take that back, or did yeah, you just straight yeah, no, up buy they, a whole they, new they took phone. it back, and they were like, sir, this is the second phone we've replaced for you. If you do it one more time, you're going to have to pay for it. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, friends. Miss is going to be a time. I think we actually have some Christmas decorations up. We got lights. We got apparently a lot of bow ties. I'm just now seeing that. Yeah, oh, um, yeah. Uh, there was a bow tie on every picture in here that wasn't a Pittsburgh Penguins picture. Um, they all happen to fall down a little bit because um, they're not really for uh, glass pictures that have dust all over the front of them. But I will tape them back up because you know I was trying to ball on a budget, and um, them were like three ninety nine for a package of about a, a steal. million of them a million <laughs> yeah what a steal what a bargain uh your christmas tree shop kind of guy uh, i think what? i got those at target actually Tar- wow. yeah. Target. Yeah. so i i went to target on like accident after work and i i was astounded at the amount of fucking people that just had to be at target mm. at like mm-hmm. six o'clock mm-hmm. on a weekday like the line went from the registers down into like the food and, and target doesn't really have a lot of food. They were all the way down by like the milk. And I'm just like, I am absolutely like whatever I need right now. I absolutely do not need it that bad no. ever in my life. Have I ever needed something that bad? I don't do lines. Yeah. They grind well, my gears, if you will. Mm, mm. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I had a very similar experience. Uh, I, I just, I woke up on Saturday morning. This is the day that we were going to do the pictures and the whole family deal. And I was like, I got to go run some errands. Uh-huh. I went to Walmart, like you said, line wrapped just, and it was to, it was not for me to it. check out like my, not my check out not myself, to. like looking in the mirror, but like you get it. Self well, checkout. And so you, you check yourself. So out. then I was like, all right, well, Derek Holbrook was like, let's, let's do father son pictures. Bring your Bass Pro hat. Well, this Bass Pro hat that I'm currently wearing on my head was in a Goodwill bag because I have fucking eight of them somewhere. And I was like, I just, I need to, I need to get rid of some shit. And this is like, I wear this to the gym and I wear this like anytime I wake up and I don't feel like showering, this is what goes on. It's got a yellow hue to it now. Yeah. It also, um, so anytime that I wake up and I don't feel like showering, those are days that I go play hockey. Well, Mm -hmm. it just so happens that the last three or four days that I've gone to play hockey, I have forgotten shampoo. So I have just gotten wet and then put my hat back on. So there's still sweat and shit. And I just, so shit in your hair. Well, yeah, if you do it right, but I don't think that that's correct. Well, well, so I go to Cabela's and I'm like, I got to get another Bass Pro hat. I, walk through as Cabela's bat like they have boxes and boxes and boxes of Bass Pro Shops hats usually they, they had like four bucks they had one they had like so not like this style like the mm. trucker style they had one it was brown and I was like so help me Jesus <laughs> I'm gonna buy it you I'm bought gonna, a brown hat I walked well no I walked in and I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna get this it's four ninety nine. I feel obligated to spend more money because I am not standing in the line that it, it, it doesn't even Z it like <laughs> 
it Z's and then Z's again and then Z's again and, a Q, and then Z's and then, again and another Q and like 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 just catch it was like I was like I might as well have been asleep like there was so many Z's so I'm like I'm gonna go get some black rifle coffee as one does huh. going full Noah Gregson mm-hmm. and I was gonna go get some true timber cam- 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 <laughs> true cam true, true camo timber <laughs> he's gonna set true. the house on fire <laughs> yeah true timbits cam- <laughs> camelot or whatever and uh, so I walk all the way around the fucking store I'm just I'm killing time at this point I'm like cause you know every once in a while you catch a line and it's just long and then you're waiting for the line to die down. Yeah, and then you get back, and the line's going to... And it's, like, Saturday at 10.30 in the morning, so you're like, oh, yeah, for sure, by, like, 10.50, like, no one's going to be out anymore. Everyone's going to be back home, you know? Does that make sense? To watch yeah. college football, which I didn't realize there was no college football on that day. So, um, yeah, whatever. I get in line. I stand there for about two steps forward in a, in a five-minute span, and I turned right around, and I was like, I am not fucking standing in line for a four ninety nine hat. Absolutely no way. So I no came shot. back home after leaving. I was going to leave, go to Cabela's, and then go to New Hampshire where the party was. Nope. Drove to Cabela's, drove back here, dug through my fucking Goodwill bag, grabbed the white one that was in the Goodwill bag. Had to have on my hat. Oh, yeah. Had to have it. Was part, it was part of it. I was told to bring a Bass Pro hat. I understand. So, you know. Christmas in lines do really grind my fucking gears. I, I just, just so so that that being said, this week's this week's grind my gears is brought to you by Williams Race Gears, where you get NASCAR quality gears and transmissions, new or rebuilt, right here in New England. The only gears that shouldn't be grinding are in this segment, um, or should be grinding are in this segment. Get your shifts together. Uh, choose Williams Race Gears. Now lines, the holidays in general, it's just a lot of things that I don't want and don't like all at the same time. I think we've been over this before, especially Christmas. I don't like being cold. I don't like snow. Trees don't belong in houses. That's how you get. That's how you get ants. I feel. No. I don't like ham. So you get like spiders and shit. Don't like ham. Well, same thing. I don't like ham all that much. Oh, see. I don't love my family. Okay. Well, well I, I. Well, that's we not can, true. I don't love being with my family. <laughs> And it's just all the things. I don't. I don't want a present from you just as much as I don't want to get you a present. The, the problem, like it's, it's see, the whole thing. No, I, well, I get anxiety when I have to buy someone shit because I have no idea. Like, oh my god, what if they don't like it? But the the family, like for the most part, the family that I do want to see, yeah. um, doesn't want to see me anymore because of um, my political views. So that's fine. But um, because that makes sense, right? So the holidays are tough because I really like, and and also like when I was in high school, I worked at a movie theater, so I worked on Christmas. When I graduated high school, I worked at the post office in which I I, I worked on Christmas. Uh-huh. So it, it's a lot of just eh, the holidays it's a, are it's it's another just, day. It's yeah, it's like your birthday. It's like oh cool, that's fun. Um, just uh, the, my birthday, your birthday's only there. Well, for me at least, is like oh cool. That person that I was quite literally best friends with in high school still knows I exist. That's awesome. And then it's hey thanks, and then we'll do it again next year. Yep. So it's it, the holidays. You birthdays know, birthdays are cool until you're twenty one. Christmas is cool until you're like, I don't know, eight, mm. maybe. Yeah. Thanksgiving is always fun because I I like food. I like. No. I usually like the people that are there because it's not a ton of family. I guess for me, it's always been friends and stuff. Mm, yeah. um, Fourth of July, a time. St. Patty's Day, a time. Halloween, a time. The rest can all fuck off. See, between the two, Thanksgiving and Christmas, I've always hated Thanksgiving. I've always favored Christmas, and that's specifically <clears throat> because I'm a big ham over turkey kind of guy. Absolutely every time. I just really it, yeah. Turkey's just gross. It's, I, I like a honey ham, I guess, or like a yeah, spiral yeah. ham. Well, yeah, but I'm not. I've never just been like, I need ham right now. Mm, I've well, never. I, yeah. 
Every I've never time. just like sat watching TV and you're like, you know what I need right now? A chunk of ham in my mouth. You know, I've just never, I've never had that thought. You know, every time that that comes into my mind is when I am served turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I like a buffalo turkey or like a buffalo chicken Ooh, or a like a. Ch- a bu- mm, never, never mm. have you ever? No. Mm, worth your time. Mm. Worth your time. I need, yeah. a, I need a new family. Yeah. 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 I, see, uh, I my my goal was that I was just going to be the one that created a family and been like, "Oh, fuck you guys, come to me." Mm. Um, but you know, the way I that, think that's what we did. The way that my it's like happening this weekend. Well, I meant more. I, my dad. I'm not inviting. <laughs> like my you want to make a human? Well, not well. Well, not necessarily that, but just even like have my own house and be like, "Oh, like uh, like the aunts I like. Oh, oh my, my grandmother. You. you get to pick oh, and choose. Oh, my dad. Yeah. yeah, everyone. We're doing this at this time. Oh, mom. I'll see you Tuesday. Yeah. Like it's just you next know, Tuesday. It, well, no, no, she's she doesn't deserve that. But so no, like it's <laughs> I don't I don't mind the holidays and like it's it's hard though because I'm I'm very uh, cunty. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can be. You didn't need to do that. Well, but so like if if there are sometimes you come home and I'm just like I I don't know if he's mad at me. I don't know. if he's uh, just no, mad at the world. Never never he, mad at you. It's just I I just, go I leave work. It's for at like six forty five and I come home typically later than that. At six forty five. And then I yeah, and then I like come home and I know immediately that I have to I'm gonna end up going back out. Not that I have to, but I'm gonna go to the gym mm-hmm. or I'm gonna go play hockey. So I'm just I get home and I'm like this is this used to be what I look forward to. Mm. And now I can't look forward to it until I'm done with my next task. So like like this. I'm gonna we're gonna get done recording, I'm gonna go to the gym. Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm on the I wanna work out at least once a day okay that's a lot i want to work out the equivalent of once a day every day from the snowball derby until speed weeks you know what the problem is with that is that there's no that's fucking shot happen. that oh. i'm working out saturday or saturday. i'll probably work out sunday this week but last week i didn't work out saturday so it's like oh i gotta do a two a day hmm. at one point in the week so like today i already played hockey for an hour i'm gonna go to the gym see i i, I want to get more into doing activities again now that things so like for me personally a, a lot of things kind of happen all at once uh between old job to a new job to um you know my father to a selling a house to buying a house to the podcast and doing this that the other thing just a lot of things happen all at once and we're finally getting to the point where things are starting to wind down a couple things are taken care of big thing big chunks have been settled finally and I want to start doing more activities again. Like I, like when I was younger, I played on two to three different hockey teams, pretty much at all times. Summer, winter league, like all all through the year, I was playing and doing that, and then racing, and just was very very active. And then I went to college, and I discovered alcohol. And I'm like, wow, sitting down doesn't suck all that much. And mm. uh, did a mm-hmm. lot of schoolwork, mm-hmm. kind of got off of that. But I I want to be doing more activities. Um, I think we have plenty of friends too that can contribute to doing such activities and and being more active and not feeling like a fat piece of shit all the time. So yeah. I, I didn't realize how much that I I I don't look forward to Mondays uh. anymore because so like the way today was I, I went to work seven to four mm-hmm. and then I went to work four to seven thirty and then I got home and I went to work eight to right now so. Yeah, pretty pretty fucking busy. Mondays, so I, Mondays are usually full for us. Yeah, and in right. in like the it always it's always so much easier too when like you have a guest and you know that they're like in. Like I I had reached out to Max like Friday right or Saturday and he was in, so it's like a huge we, weight lifted off. It's like who's not who's gonna be on the show? Who's yeah, well show? we've had a lot of flaky people too though. 
Yeah, well, well yeah, and, people... and that's part of why we do this on Monday nights, and you hear about it every other or every Tuesday now because Mondays are just so much easier for not only you and I because half the time we're off at God fucking knows where at some racetrack, and we have a nine-hour drive. And for a very long time, I think we both dreaded having that nine-hour drive and be like, oh, yeah, we got to record when we get home, too. Mm-hmm. And it was awful. Yeah, when you look back on it like that, it, it, I definitely dreaded a lot less. Yeah. Just Mondays are so packed, especially nowadays, like throughout December and January, yeah. it's, it's the post office is busiest season. Yeah. So I'm going to be working overtime every yeah. single Monday. But I, I th- for, for me, anyway, it's just, it's just part of Monday now. You know, it's, it's just part of the... Part of what you got to do, same thing, you know, get up 6, 6.30, go to work, get out 6, 6.30, come here, fucking sit down for five seconds, and then we have somebody lined up, and right now it is already already 9.30. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a full day for sure, but um, I enjoy it very much. I think that the interview that we had today was fucking good, and I know that we say that all the time, but it, they, they have been. That's the it's, thing. It's to the point where if we if you don't hear us saying, "Wow, this is like one of the best interviews we've ever had," yeah, just you just probably just shut it off. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like really to that, it, and it's just it's different when so like we didn't really know Max at like when we clicked record. Quite honestly, Brad, you Brad had texted me saying, "Hey, you know this is what's going on." Because w- my job, I. I am very much moving and doing a lot of things, sometimes like five, six, seven things at once. So I don't always get to look at my phone while I'm at work. And you would send me a text message saying, hey, we got Max McLaughlin. I was like, oh, cool. Like I'm for sure don't know anything about that kid at all. And uh, did a couple quick Google searches. He's got a Wikipedia page. So he's obviously half as important. Um, Born in the year 2000. He's done a lot of cool shit raced a lot of different things um not drag cars though found that out um but i think he lays it all out for us pretty good well he drove a drag car well he yeah it, it's he steered one it's different it's it's harder usually like so I, i'm i'm a f- very anxious human being well when we go into an interview where we don't necessarily know the person i'm like well, what if it doesn't go good like what if what if we have to carry the conversation and we don't necessarily know anything about them so it's hard like to bounce which we've ideas done before off, which which, which has before. happened a lot actually yeah. uh this one right off the bat immediately very, smooth. very very smooth like we before we even clicked record i was like oh my god this is gonna be so easy like yeah. this is this is like just yeah it just it was flowing so well before we even clicked record that i was like i can't wait for this interview and at the end of the interview like there's you got to take the small victories in life at this point because what do I, I mean, what do I do? I get up, I go to work at the post office where there's no way to succeed. And then, you know, I go to work at the post office again at a different location, which there's no way to succeed. And then, you know, it's like, so this, this one was one that we like stopped recording. Charlie and I looked at each other and we were like, that was the, probably not like up there for like the best show, but like, we can't keep saying that over yeah. and over and over we're again. We're just going to stop. We'll, we'll just have to, but that, we'll just, we just know that they're good. Now. This one, this one, I, and I want to hear people's feedback. Yeah. And, and I was very disappointed to wake up last week, to be completely honest and not have 30 people mention me in their Instagram story with priests uh-huh. in the priest interview, because that's usually like on a regular Tuesday. Like that's yeah. what happens. But then I'm like, Oh cool. We have this, like this NASCAR guy on, and I woke up and there was like one, and I'm like, "Gee, gee, crazy! Did people, <laughs> did people forget about us? Yeah. Like, it's it. We we I think we gotta keep to our time slot. But yeah, and so, that's true. And, yeah. But this this interview, like, very smooth. I want I want to hear from the folks, but I'm pretty sure this is the most smooth flowing yeah. podcast that we've ever done. And just like the the post says every week, um, it's episode 145. 
drop a picture of your number 45, number 145, but show us you're listening. Show us, you know, tag us in the, your stories, tag us in your posts. So do all that shit so that we can share it because we want to support you guys just as much as you support us. You know, we're getting to the point where we're, you and I are quite literally talking about, you know, doing stuff in house at this point for like merchandise and stuff like that, because it's getting to the point where we're having enough demand for it where it makes sense to do it. And that's all because of you guys uh, and girls out there that, that listen to us fucking idiots that started this. We're coming up on three years now. That's, that's, it's been, it's been a while. It's been pretty wild ride. And, uh, um, just show us you're listening. We love it. Interact with us. We want to hang out with you guys. We want to talk to you guys. Like that's, that's the whole point of this. Cause we want to bring more people to racetrack. We want to bring more of these things to the, to the forefront and bring the conversation about just auto racing in general. Like that's, that's why we're here. So, um, yeah. Anything, I'm, I'm excited. No, I'm, I'm just excited for the folks to uh, actually one more, uh, another grinds my gears. Cold fucking rain presented by Williams race gear can fuck off cold. Not Williams race gears can fuck off. No well, cold rain is the worst thing that's ever it it's the worst thing possible i'm i'm convinced i mean like i don't know syphilis is probably pretty bad but like <laughs> cold rain syphilis dude, over. you walk outside and it's like it's just you're, you're shivering and you're soaked the work i i can't maybe that should be a poll we should mm. put up syphilis or rain or cold rain yeah see who wants either yeah yeah i mean sure that's a good poll right yeah I would, syphilis I or rain i don't know cold anything rain. about syphilis but i would oh, probably I take can't syphilis. imagine it's great no <laughs> no no <laughs> all right so again, one of the the smoothest interviews that we've had. It was Mad Max, Mad Max McLaughlin. Uh, well, listen to uh, what he has to say and who he is. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys and girls. So we just introduced him a second ago, uh, but this is on the other end of the Zoom call here. Uh, new new uh, new addition to the show here. Someone who's done a lot of cool shit on all sorts of forms of motorsports. This is going to be Max McLaughlin. What's up, pal? Hey, thanks for having me. Pretty cool. <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, those that don't know, uh, you know, who the hell is Max McLaughlin? How do you end up doing what you do and, and end up in the, uh, the top ranks of, of, of racing here? A lot of luck, I guess. Uh, right place, right time, a lot of it. But, um, you know, there's a couple key people in my career. I feel like they're, you know, reason I am where I am. And here I've done a lot of cool shit for sure. I mean, we've, uh, we've raced everything from, you know, I, I think I'm one of the people that's almost drove every type of race car, um, you know, on dirt and then. Uh, I got to do the stock car stuff a little bit, which is wicked cool. But, um, yeah, this is what I love doing. And, uh, you know, this new deal this year, man, I am so pumped. And, uh, you know, just even at the shop building cars this week, dude, the cars are just so nice. And it just gives you, like, that much more, like, excitement to get back in it. And, uh, you know, run the Super Dirt Series this year and just bouncing around and look to run, like, I mean, 80, 100 races. So uh, it's going to be pretty wild. So talk about that. Have you found a home on dirt? Or are you still looking to progress to the asphalt ranks or, or what? Are we yeah. Doing? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, I'm definitely found a home on dirt for sure. Um, the asphalt was, was wicked cool. And I'm still going to do a lot of it. Um, the mostly modified tour stuff. Um, you know, just, it's just outrageous. Like the money. I mean, look at Ryan Brees, it's dude's a freaking wheel man. And he's on the, on the couch. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's stupid, but, um, you know, just to get a, you know, a niche in any, you know, professional level of racing this day is, uh, is pretty rare. So I feel like we got a, a really good opportunity and, um, do it for a living and, and focus on it. And, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. So back with, uh, Al Hankey, I mean, he's a familiar face up in the Northeast with Mohawk Northeast. He's all over, uh, a lot of cars up near, uh, near the North and, um, you know, just, uh, really excited to be in that program, but 
we did the asphalt stuff for a couple of years at Toyota. And then after COVID, it, uh, you know, basically lost funding and here we are. So everything happens for a reason though. So, so how does this all start? How do how do you originally get involved in motorsports to begin with? And how do you end up with a steering wheel in your hand to, to make this all kind of start to begin with? Yeah. So, uh, dad put me in a go-kart three, which I didn't really know if that was a good idea or not. And, um, you know, there's like a, a video of me ripping around the, the cul-de-sac and, uh, you know, riding, driving around, people are watching and, uh, just drive straight into a mailbox, like straight into the mailbox. And, uh, dad come, runs over with the camera, like, what were you doing? I was looking at the girls across the street. I got distracted, literally just drove right in, right into the mailbox. So a little young dad, that's my first time uh, behind the wheel, but, um, you know, dad raced, uh, you know, he was, uh, all over running the Bush series when I was really young and, um, it's kind of something I fell into and, uh, I didn't really race a whole lot. So I was like 11, I played baseball and, um, you know, I'd, when I was 11, I started going at it pretty good. And, um, you know, then, uh, we were actually done like 2014, 15, because, you know, dad kind of, um, funded all my stuff. And, um, yeah, I think it's 2015. Yeah. We were at to the point where like, uh, yeah, I mean, basically, if you don't find something, <laughs> go pick up your cleats again, try to go get a college scholarship, go play baseball or something. But um, and then Al Hankey, actually, the guy that I'm driving for next year is pretty much the guy that's the reason I'm here in my career. Um, you know, we uh, got a one race deal and um, with actually a smaller team up here in the big block stuff. And um, I, I was horrible. I mean, I qualified like 33rd and like I was to the point where I'm the outlaw cart stuff, UMP stuff. Like I was winning a lot. So I come up North and I was like, yeah, I, I never even really heard of like big block modifieds. Like I had, but I didn't know much about them at all. And uh, they're like, yeah, like you can come run. We're going to run a super dirt series race. And um, you know, I think I'd run like three, three races in a row and other stuff. And I was like, Oh man, I'm going to wax these guys. Like, it's going to be cool. Like these cars look sweet. Yeah. I got my ass kicked. Like it was like starting all over again. It's like, I never raced before. That was crazy. <laughs> Tell, tell us about that a little bit, because I think that a good chunk of our audience, us included, we're, we're very much geared towards, uh, you know, asphalt, you know, yeah. stuff, a lot of modified stuff around here. But uh, those that don't really know, I mean, a big block modified, it, it's like a it, it's kind of like a sprint car with like a weird yeah. flat body on it. And just yeah. you go. that's a good way out. to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah they're, they're wicked, dude. They're like the most fun car. It's it's insane. They're they're just like the most hard drive or hardest part of drive, in my opinion, because I pretty much drove, you know, a lot of everything. And it took me a while to figure these things out. And um, yeah, basically like a sprint car frame with a big body on it and a damn near a thousand horsepower. So um, it's just, it's stupid. You know, uh, if you get hooked up, your left front's a foot in the air. You can't even see where you're going. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what they are. just a sprint car with a big body on it. And I mean, they haul, they're really fun to drive and, um, yeah, I mean the modifieds, asphalt modifieds are wicked. I, I love those things. And, um, you know, we're trying to put a schedule together right now to, to run some more of that. And, um, you know, that, that's a cool two cars to bounce around on asphalt to dirt for sure. So, so going back a little bit, you were, you were talking about, you know, there was that pivotal moment where dad was like, all right, I, I'm done. Like go figure it out on your own. And, and obviously you had some other avenues that you could have taken. So what, what was it that prompted you to kind of continue going with race cars instead of, you know, playing baseball or something? I had always wanted to race, you know, that's everybody, you know, in this you know, era and our, you know, surrounding wants to be a race car driver. It's just, uh, it's hard today. It's really hard. And, uh, 
you know, like I was saying, I, I got the opportunity to drive that, uh, you know, a, a smaller team and uh, I, I was horrible. And uh, that night, one of the crew guys came over. I think it was actually Billy Colton from Troyer because um, HBR was Troyer cars at the time. And he's like, hey, like uh, Al Hankey owns the team. He owns Weed Sport Speedway. Um, they want you to come test tomorrow. And I was like, that, like Matt Shepard's car? And they're like, yeah. You know, I mean, he ended up winning the championship that year. And I was like, you want me to drive that? Like, I just finished eighth in the heat race. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, they were like, yeah, like he wants you to come test. And uh, so we did the next day. And um, Jimmy Phelps and I tested all day. And um, yeah, I thought I did all right. And then uh, it's a little bit off him. I mean, there's probably a couple tenths off Jimmy, you know. Um, then they're like, all right, like, cool. See ya. Didn't hear nothing for like two two months, and literally, like, I was at the batting cage, and like, I was in and out. Like, I didn't know what else to do, and I like hoping for something, and um, talking to that smaller team about maybe running a race or two, and um, you know, think like three weeks before World Finals, which is, I mean, arguably the biggest dirt race of the year. You know, huge stage in Charlotte. Um, so, and before I get too far into it, backtracking, but that heat race that I ran eighth in got rained out after so i have like total of eight laps in a big block plus the test like that's it so like two weeks before world finals i get a call from uh, billy colton and um he says yeah al uh want you to run world finals like congratulations you're gonna run world finals i'm like world finals are you are you joking like that's not a good idea i don't think <laughs> we, we did um i mean like to this day what happened there is a very very uh you know, big moment in my career. It had rained all day Thursday, which is like the normal qualifying day. And, uh, I mean, I was the only bonehead kid there. You know, I was 15 at the time. The rest of them guys, like the Super Dirt Series, they're all older people. I mean, Matt Shepard, he's, you know, the champion. He's like probably 39, something. That's, they're all around that age. Um, and I was the only one dumb enough to hold it wide open the whole way around and ended up setting quick time overall. And, uh, yeah, like I just, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, just free this thing up to where I can drive it. And, um, I was held it to the floor. I mean, bouncing through the holes and set quick time. And that was pretty crazy. But we, I mean, we definitely went backwards in the race for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> once it got slick, I was back in the, the, uh, the bad boat, but yeah, I mean, that was a pivotal moment in my career. And, um, you know, a couple months later it had been announced that, uh, Matt Shepard was leaving the team. And, um, you know, he had just won the championship and they, uh, I don't know what really the reason was, but they parted ways. And, um, you know, I, next week I get a call and they're like, Hey, we want you to run full time. And, um, you know, that's kind of the moment in my career where, uh, you know, it's went from having fun doing it to it being, a you know, sort of like a career for sure. Sometimes it pays to be young and dumb, I guess. Yeah, no, no doubt. You've no driven doubt. a little bit of everything, starting at three, straight into a mailbox. Everything about, <laughs> everything about drag racing? or <laughs> Dude, I, so my, my buddy has an alcohol dragster. And like, I, I tried to drive it one night at a test, and uh, the clutch is like on the steering wheel. I don't know if you know that, but I was like, yeah, let me, let me try this thing, dude. And he's like, I barely fit in it. Like, it was sketchy. But uh, I hopped in it. I stalled it. They all got a video, and I literally, like, creeped at, like, 30 mile an hour down the – I was like, I'm not even going to try again. Like, that was the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. But, yeah, that's – so, basically, yeah, I mean, I drove about everything. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> a drag start 30 mile an hour. Well, add all the things that you have put your ass in and, and, you know, that's, it, it is quite the eclectic mix that you have there. You know, what, what are some of the things that stand out to you the most that you've been able to do? Cause again, you've, you've gotten to do some pretty cool shit. Yeah, no, uh, you know, this year, I mean, one, one of my first super dirt series race last year with the sweeteners plus guys, that was really cool. And then backing it up with a, a dirt car nationals championship this year. Um, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And I got punched in the face the same yeah. night. We'd be remiss to not bring that up because that was uh, <laughs> that you, you own the internet there for at least a couple nights with the, Oh yeah. Dude, the that one, was one black guy, one so lip, and one dirt car nationals championship. <laughs> yeah. That was. yeah, dude, you will not believe how many t-shirts we sold that night. So I get punched in the face. We won that night. Get punched in the face. It's like 3.30 in the morning because we're on rain delay. At 3.30, I messaged that B Creations guy because I saw like John Hunter Nemechek, Justin Barsha. They all get this like cool cartoons from this dude. I literally text him as we're leaving the track. I'm like, hey, I need you to like make a cartoon of me with a black eye. And like, I don't know what it's going to take, but I need it like by tomorrow. And uh, he's like, uh, all right. Um, and I hadn't even won the, the championship at that point. And uh, I just me, I took a picture of me in the suit and the gator. And then I was like, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. The next night I was like, you got to put this gator in it too. And uh, I think three days later we took pre-orders and I had sold out completely the first order. And I ordered like a lot and <laughs> like a couple hundred t-shirts. We had completely sold out, restocked, sold out again. I literally put in an order in like October to reorder them. I mean, I'm just going to keep on reordering. <laughs> <But, laughs> yeah, I'll you're, start. You're just printing money at that point. You're not a yeah. I'll stock the trailer again next year. I don't care. <laughs> Different car, but whatever. I was, I was going to ask if there was some still available and where our listeners could go get some. Because, and actually, I was asking for myself because after we're done recording, I'm going to go buy one of them. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll send you one. I'll, I'll trade. You guys got like hoodies? Doesn't yeah. Noah Gragson had a hoodie? Yeah. 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 Gragson was wearing a hoodie. I was like, dude, that thing's sweet. Yeah. I'll send you guys some shirts, trade for a hoodie. All Sounds right. good. We can make that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, you've kind of found a home in, in the in the big block dirt world and, and all that things, that sort of stuff. But before that, where, where you had found that home, were you trying to search for something specific? Like, were you trying to do anything in, like, the NASCAR world or, or – Stop yeah, drag cars more, or, or what, what no. was your goal? I never really had an interest in drag racing at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, everybody you know wants to go try the NASCAR stuff. And, um, so the way I've been, I mean, kind of the way my dad raised me, and he kind of made me win and everything before I moved to something else. And, um, you know, at the same time, I never really had money to bring to a team or anything, so. Um, you know, I, I got really lucky. I never even thought I'd be able to race asphalt. Um, you know, I think I got a small sponsor in 2018 and I ran one super late model race. That was it. Um, and then I think at the end of the year, I ran one regular late model race for Peyton Sellers and, uh, yeah, I didn't hear nothing. And next thing I know, I, I got a sponsor and they're like, Hey, we want you to run Arca car. And I was like, uh, all right try it so like my third time ever in an asphalt car was new Smyrna arca race <laughs> yeah like yeah it was it was something for sure um so i mean I, to the point where yeah i mean everybody wants to it just takes so much money to do the asphalt stuff and i didn't really even know how much it was until i got like in the middle of it 
and then it's it just blows your mind and um you know obviously I, i'd love to do that but um yeah i think we won Watkins Glen in the K&N car that was pretty cool and um i think my last five or six arca races whatever it was three to six i finished third in the last you know whatever um like we were just rolling off thirds and, and there's no way we we're gonna beat ty gibbs and sam mayer i mean they were just like i almost did at bristol actually um when the tires would wear off you know they would get really loose i was loose too but i just you know a dirt guy just drove through it and uh we led a lot of laps there and uh, of course the caution at the end and however the stages work um you know once they got new tires it was just like it was it was dumb but um i definitely had a lot of fun doing it and i wish i could do some more but um i'd like to run the xfinity car or something at the Glen. that would be uh that'd be pretty wicked I was going to say before before a night at Beachside Tavern this past uh, Speed Weeks, so I didn't really know much about Max McLaughlin other than I was. <laughs> I did have tickets for that Bristol race. And I remember very vividly like watching because they wouldn't let fans in. So yeah, sitting outside with my tickets and watching it on my cell phone. And I remember watching you like kick ass like lead. I mean, you led like, well, yeah. like, 20 laps, something like that. But still, like you were yeah. up the whole entire night. Like with- I started 28th, too. Yeah, because um, it was. I didn't run full time and, uh, you know, there was no practice cause it got rained out. So we went green and I started 28th and everybody just went slow on the bottom and I just ripped the fence. I think I got to fourth in like 15 laps or something, yeah. just ripping the top. Nobody else. I don't get it. Nobody would run the top in the Arca car, but it was fun. I mean, I had a blast during that. Um, then we got the, the lead on the racetrack. You are the more t-shirts you sell. And, and yeah, that's right. Racetrack. Selling t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, uh, <laughs> why we were leading too? some they had wrecked and dropped oil and uh i saw it but there's nothing you could do so i drove in and literally it was sideways the whole time all the way up to the fence never scraped it but the, i think like four or five cars behind me they all destroyed their cars and i was like <laughs> i came on the radio i was like <laughs> they're like i don't know how you just saved that but the four behind you are total <laughs> i was like that was Oh, that was badass. And they're like, you're crazy. <laughs> hey, slick down the whole track. I got him right where I want him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If there was oil on the entire track, we probably would have won that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was uh, the stock car stuff. That was, that was fun. That was cool. Um, definitely, you know, happy I got to do that. And, um, you know, it's something that not a lot of people get to do, especially in my position. So uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. I was going to say in your position as well, too, you're, you're not that old. I mean, you were born, what, 2000? I think that's yeah. what that's Yeah, 21. Wild. Yeah. So. Uh, so, yeah, no, you've gotten to do a lot in a very short amount of time. And, you know, looking forward, are, are we sticking with the big block stuff? Is that just a, a short-term thing? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, the next Stewie Friesen, what are we doing here? We'll see. Um, I mean, we're, that's our goal next year. We're going to try to win a championship. And, I mean, dude, it pays – the pay is really good in the big blocks. Like – there's a lot of drivers that are making a living doing it. And, um, you know, I'm lucky enough this or next year to, uh, I mean, that's, I was with a great team the last couple of years. We got, you know, able to win a lot of races and, um, you know, driving for Sweeteners Plus or McCready, you know, established his name. And uh, that was really cool. And the, the coffee family, they're, they're badass. They're great people. Um, but, you know, going to HBR, it's, you know, we got the best equipment. There ain't no more excuses anymore. I mean, there's uh we're going to win a championship and uh, they're all excited. I'm excited. And um, I think it's going to be a, a really good deal. And uh, you know, the more races you win, the more money you make. So that's a good incentive for everybody. 
you, do you think that that's something that might have drawn you a little bit more towards that side of things in the motorsports world where, you know, dirt racing right now yeah. is very much alive and well. It's thriving in a lot of places, it, you know, places like Eldora, they're putting up big shows almost, you know, every other week, it seems like between sprint car, yeah. late models, all that stuff. You know, big blocks have been there before, too. And, you know, it, what are some of the differences, I guess, that you've seen between the dirt and asphalt worlds that maybe maybe explains why that that is thriving so much compared to maybe, you know, other tracks shutting down or things like that. Well, I mean, just put it in perspective, you, I don't know, you call me wrong, but you cannot really make a living race in asphalt and anything other than, I mean, like, I don't know how even like the dirt midget guys do it. Like they pay for like three grand to win the midget races. They should pay way more. I mean, those guys are badass drivers. I mean, we race for hundred grand. We race for 50 grand, like five times a year. Our minimum pay, I think, is seventy five hundred or ten grand for a race. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, you look at like the asphalt, you know, mo- even the modified deal. I mean, we race like twelve times a year with the tour, and I think they all pay what like ten, twelve grand, which is good. But you know, for a guy that does that for a living, he'd need to a good percentage with his car owner and basically win, you know, damn near all the races to do it. Or dirt, you race eighty times a year for that money every week. So it's uh, it's kind of a no brainer, but uh. Obviously, you got to have good car owners, good support, and um, you know there's a lot more people racing for uh, for a living on dirt right now, and the fan base is crazy. I mean, there's a lot of races last year. We we sold more T-shirts and made more money in the T-shirt trailer than we did uh, you know on the racetrack. It's uh, it's pretty cool to see the support that the, the Northeast fans have for sure. I, I've been I've been fortunate enough to not only do like what we do in the Northeast here between you know the, the asphalt stuff and and I think we should dabble in some dirt races. I don't see why not. Um, yeah. But I, I've also been fortunate enough to kind of travel the Midwest and do a lot of the, the you know the dirt sprint cars and late models and that that world too. And and just like you said, you know I've been I've been to the you know Knoxville Speedway for the late model nationals, and you know the the lines out the the merch trailers are ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. And if you go to a NASCAR race, it's not like that. No, not that many people are lining up for a Joey Logano t-shirt, but I I'll be damned if the Scott Bloomquist trailer isn't fucking sold 10 minutes. Half the the time this year, Scott wasn't even racing. Still hauls his t-shirt trailer and still packed. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Somebody's going to buy it. That's, that's the crazy thing to me. So it's crazy. I mean, like people, somebody asked me, they're like, one of my asphalt buddies are like, man, you haul that t-shirt trailer every race. I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No doubt. I'm glad yeah, it only took different. you a couple hours to realize that you could make a killing off getting punched in the face. Oh yeah, I know. That's it. It's funny. Like that's literally the first thing that popped in my mind. Not the first thing. The first thing was like, damn, that really just happened. <laughs> <laughs> it, it busted my lip pretty good. Um, but yeah, he, he throws a mean one. I'm not gonna lie. He's why, a big why, dude. Did it, why did it happen? Yeah. What, what happened on the race? Yeah, what, what happened? So, oh, uh, so it rained all day. You know, um, I'm leading points at the time and um two races ago or whatever and uh i'd started i think i started fifth he started third or something he had pushed up on the first first corner and i was like all right well i'm gonna fill the hole go blow him and i had hit water and uh like i hit water pretty bad pushed up into him and we didn't even hit hard it just like worst possible thing happened he hopped my tire and spun out and uh he was just pissed. I mean, it wasn't like he wrecked bad, but he did spin, and then he ended up fifth in the race. He was just pissed, and I was doing a TV, like an interview with one of the people after the race, and uh, I see him walking up. I'm like, oh, man, whatever. Like, probably just going to come say something. And I was like, hey, man, sorry. Like, I uh, didn't mean to. My bad. 
and I look back at the camera. Next thing I know, it was like boom. I was like, damn, I mean it, it tripped, it knocked me back, and I had tripped over the trailer wire. And like, dude, I was like, it was like I knocked on my ass. Like it was it was serious. And I mean it hurt for sure. And I just like got up and I was like, damn, like, did he really just do that? I, I stayed at his house like a week before that. Like we were buddies, you know. It caught me off guard a little bit and, for and sure. Who is but... he again for for everybody? Matt Shepard. Yeah, I yeah. mean he's a now eight time champion. You know he's a he's a man. So I mean, all I was thinking of in the race, man. You you don't think your buddies out there? I mean, everybody's the same. It's not like I'm trying to race him any harder. Clearly, I didn't mean to do that, but um, yeah, I did hit water and it happened. But um, you know, we were racing for the championship there, and I think he ended up third in the overall deal, and we ended up winning it. But um, yeah, anytime you're racing, you know, him and those top five guys, I mean, especially a young guy like me, of course you want to race him hard and beat him. I mean, those are the people you won't grow up watching, and you know, uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool to be able to run with him now for sure. Though speaking of speaking of you know people you grow up watching and things like that, it, you know, you you you're driving the sweetener or you were driving the sweeteners car. Yeah, and, you know, Tim McCready you know barefoot bob you know those are those are big ass names in that yeah. the whole world so you know what's that like being a, a young kid and, and having these people be like hey no we, we want you in our car because that that's got to be yeah. to a certain extent no that was cool um and you know that was to the point where um you know just been the end of the asphalt stuff you know uh, we just got done racing bristol and uh you know we wanted to, to race more races go to phoenix or whatever but uh just didn't have any money and I didn't have nothing else going on. Like I literally didn't have a ride, nothing. Um, you know, the Al Hakey and I, we raced together for three years in the big flocks and, uh, 2018 was our last year and ran like five races in 2019. And he helped me with the Arca stuff. And, um, you know, then he was to the point where they moved to a one car team, uh, with the big flocks. So, uh, once the Arca stuff was over, I literally had nothing. And, um, we, actually a company called cellular sales. They own like a ton of the Verizon stores up here uh luke fletcher uh he had reached out and he's like man like i really want to get into the racing stuff and i was like well i mean i don't have a ride right now but uh, let me think and there was that october fast week coming up that you know basically replacing super dirt week because uh because of covid with the the big block stuff and uh you know i'm thinking to myself i was like i don't know what to do i mean i don't have a ride but maybe i can bring a little bit of cash to a team so I actually called Matt Shepard and I was like, yo, can I rent your backup car? And he was like, ah, I mean, I would, but like, I don't really have enough equipment right now, but I'm, I'm building a brand new car for Vic coffee and the sweeteners guys. Like, let me call him and see if he'd do it. And, uh, we were only supposed to race like those five races and we ended up winning the, the week finale at weed sport. Um, and then he's like, you want to do this full time? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm in. And then, uh, you know, I kind of went back to the, you know, started this year and I actually had a um, chance to do some more asphalt racing or go uh, full-time dirt racing. And, um, you know, the asphalt stuff after getting my ass kicked by Ty and Sam for two years straight, I was, uh, you know, if it's not good equipment, it's just, uh, it's, it's pretty stressful. So, um, you know, winning that big of a race with the dirt last year kind of like lit a fire in me. And I was like, man, I want to win like that feeling. There ain't nothing like it. And uh, I really don't want to go run third again all year, especially with the year Ty Gibbs had this year, man. Oh, my gosh. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was uh, – that's just – I mean, there's some point where you got to 
you know, realized, do you want to go ride around or you want to go in races? And that's, uh, you know, kind of a choice I had to make. So did I see it right that you jumped in a uh, super modified Oswego for the first time in one? Yeah. But yeah. That was, dude, that. what the hell? Did they haul ass? Yeah. I, we practiced the night before and, uh, cause I had never even sat in one of them things and I like walk up to it and I'm like, what the hell is this death trap, dude? There ain't even no seat in it. Like, <laughs> literally you're just sitting there's like a small little insert that was poured for somebody else and whatever but um i hopped in this thing and uh i remember my first couple laps i mean like my head i just let it go against the headrest and which i learned quickly not to do because you're going so fast and like the vibrations or whatever like it would like make my vision go blurry you're going dude they freaking haul ass that was crazy but uh <laughs> I got out of the car after practice. Like, well, what do you think? I'm like, dude, just like, give me a second. Like, I don't really know what I think. This thing is sketchy as hell, but, uh, my brain yeah, is over in turn four. Step. Give me a minute. Do what? I said my brain's still over in turn four. Just give me a yeah, second. Like, no shit. Literally. And, uh, the next night, I mean, uh, I ended up winning the heat race. And I was like, damn, like, I don't, I, I literally had like tried to slow down a little bit and roll the corners. And, uh, cause I really had no clue what the hell I was doing. And, uh, you know, just tried to roll a lot more. And I figured they were all over me. And I came in, they're like, man, you straight away to heat race. I'm like, really? All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then we uh, end up winning the race. And I actually ran out of fuel at the line. And, uh, you know, I drove so hard to win. I only won by like, I mean, a nose, barely. So I drove, you got to let off before the start finish line. I drove past the finish line on the gas and then ran out of fuel. So then I had like nothing to save. I almost wadded this thing going into one. Like <laughs> I was up on the fence, like almost wadded it. But uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool for sure. I, I didn't even, I kind of forgot about that, honestly. So you just said that I just, yeah, that was cool. That was definitely a, a, uh, a cool moment. But after I won, I'm like, I don't even want to do this no more. Like just that was, I won. That's I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was uh yeah, that, that's just something that you want to get on your bucket list. And then after, it's like, I mean, that's fun, but then things are death traps for sure. You're our, like sitting on a fuel cell. Our good uh, pal, Bobby, he, he's a he's a good uh, good or representative for the Super Modified world for us. And he's got, a, he's got a 350 small block around here, and he's got a big block that he, he dabbles in as well, too. So he, he'd be all yeah. over our conversation right now. I'd like to try one at a, like, a, like a bull ring. Like a Swigo, once you get strung out, it's pretty hard to pass. Um, I mean, the next week with the modifieds there, we uh, star. What's that? I'm sure, we could find something for you for star. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But we, uh, I remember because we, I had raced the modified and the super the same day. So, dude, I didn't have a break all day. Like I was, and there was they wouldn't let you park next to each other. So, like ones in turn one, and then my supers in three, and they're like, oh, you got two minutes to get to the car for qualifying. So I'm like. We had sat on the pole for the modified tour race. And then they're like, yeah, you got to go qualify your super. And I'm like sprinting. And they're like, you're not on the line in two minutes. I'm like, dude, like, are you kidding me? And uh, I think we, I think we qualified on the pole in the super that day too. Um, and then like, cause I'd won the week before you had to start 14th or whatever it is. And uh, we ended up fifth, but I mean, if you don't have cautions and restarts, like, dude, you are not passing. I think the racing would actually be better with radios in the supers. Because, like, you can get all the way outside somebody and they don't know you're there and you got to lift or else you're junked. Like, you're going to be in the top four of the grandstands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
they're wild to watch for sure. Yeah, you're 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 so busy. I can't even like I would see you'd be racing at like Stafford on a Friday or like whatever, somewhere on a Friday. And then somewhere completely different, like three States yeah. over Saturday night. Like, wow, like talk about your 2021, just like, dude, it was crazy. It's a perfect example of like not having enough funding to like do one consistent thing all the time. So I got everything I could last year, like everything I put, I bought a truck in damn, probably like first day of, that nah, probably june i already put thirty three thousand miles on it oh, shit. <laughs> yeah i think i got it in may like middle of may i and uh i had a, a guy working for me, actually one of my buddies he traveled with me all summer did all my tires for the dirt stuff like couldn't have done it without him casey auto and uh he would help me drive man dude we there was one point i think we wrecked out at uh new hampshire and we had like a 10 hour drive so we just left like early. I mean, we, it was dumb. Like really thinking back, it's like, I don't even know how he did it. Just trading off driving. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, I would race in Bridgeport, New Jersey one night and I'd be up at damn near Canada, Can-Am the next night. And then I had to go back to Pennsylvania the next night. Made no sense at all, but um, you know, yeah, just doing what you got to do, man. Trying to, trying to get uh, opportunities like we have for next year. And that's, uh, you know, sometimes you got to, risk some stuff and uh definitely killed a lot of the social life for the summer but um we saw a lot of stuff and it was a, it was a lot of fun traveling for sure what are some of the what are some of the more interesting things you saw while traveling oh man uh well the, the one good thing i mean it was a little bit out of the way but a lot of my buddies have houses on the jersey shore so when we'd have a day off we'd usually go to the beach so that was uh so saw a lot of stuff there <laughs> uh, but uh, no, nah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, we we saw a lot. And I think after what race? On, oh, New Hampshire, actually. Um, I actually got a concussion there. And uh, we hit like lap one. And I'm like driving down the road. And I didn't know. Like I, I felt fine, like, like perfectly fine. And thank God I didn't have a race for like another week or so. It was like the one week out of the whole year where I didn't have a race. And I'm driving down the road. And all of a sudden, just like gotta go like throwing up now like <laughs> so I'm driving down the highway in the middle of traffic leaning my head out the window like <laughs> like dude what it literally just hit me like right there i'm like casey you gotta drive dude i can't be doing this um, yeah I got really thought about that loud and that loud that was a mess that yeah. was a fucking man i forgot yeah. about it. yeah dude i was pissed i got right rear hooked on lap one yeah and I've wrecked like a lot of shit too. <laughs> yeah, dude, that killed that car. Killed that car. So that 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 weekend actually was funny. We were uh, we were promised that we were gonna have uh, pit passes, hot passes. So we we walked in. We they literally sent us yellow, just any generic yellow wristband, just like a party yeah. thing. You like, you could buy at Walmart or whatever. And so <laughs> we're walking through the infield, and we already got through the tunnel. So I look at Charlie. I'm like, just just act like you own the place and let's just head straight. Don't look at anyone. Don't talk, just act normal. And yeah. Just walk we walked in, we got to the modified garage. We were, we were fine. We got over yeah. to the community garage and we we're like buzzing around. And then like, we're, we're in there for five to 10 seconds and security comes and kicks us out, but they only threw us out of the Xfinity garage. 
So we make our way back into the modified garage. We're just kind of like standing there, like chilling. Cause we were waiting for them to come kick us out again, like officially for real, like probably off the premise yeah. at this point. But yeah, yeah. we up into the stands after this shit's all over. And I'm like, cause I had met you at speed weeks. Yeah. Like there's no way that he remembers me. So we just went over and talked to like Swanson and like priest and whoever. And then like went back up into the stands and then it's like all of our friends got taken out, except Priest one, but like all of our friends got taken yeah. out. Like lap one. Perfect. I remember you messaged me and that you were like, yo, I want to come to the campground. I was like, man, I'm 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 going down the road. I'm already <laughs> oh, yeah. gone. I forgot yeah. I, I forgot I messaged you that. Yeah, we were we were trying to uh we were afraid that not many people were gonna show up to our party we planned uh for six months straight, but it ended up being quite the banger, even though it was pouring rain outside. Yeah. If I didn't have to, you know, race next day, I definitely would have attended that for sure. Yeah, but, or go. I don't remember where I had to be somewhere the next day. Oh, no, dude. Noah Gregson's birthday party. Yeah, that's why we drove back to North Carolina. That's why we're driving right away. That's yeah. Right down the road and right down the road and North 12 hour. No, that was like 14 hours. We had to do some stuff like we had to race not far the next you know week or whatever. So it, it kind of made sense. Not really, but kind of. <laughs> I've been here to Huntersville, North Carolina. Yeah, it's just, just a yeah, hop, skip, and a jump. But dude, <laughs> you, we you drove on the beanbag chair. This one? Did you snow at Noah's? <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah, like, <laughs> up in the top. Yeah, by the simulator room. I yeah, th- I think we're. Oh, dude, I've slept on that thing way too many times. And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Dude, do you, Do you know if he could be broke his clock, his new clock yet? Like the old one was? No, I don't know, <laughs> dude. He still thinks that I broke his like checkered flag he still gets so mad every time we hang out he's like i know you broke my checkered flag <laughs> like dude, i did not break your checkered flag <laughs> like it's wow. so funny he's got i forget what it was from i think oh it's 91 the snowball derby yeah he oh, came yeah. back and you know it's celebrated whatever and next morning like i had found this broken checkered flag in the ground so i picked it up and just set it on the trophy on top of his fridge like true story i would say we've been arguing about it for four years now whatever it is. <laughs> and uh Put it, put it on top of the fridge, and somebody saw me pick up the broken flag and put it on the fridge. So then the next morning he wakes up and uh, he's like, "Who broke my flag?" And whoever saw me was like, "Max, I saw him put it up there." I'm like, "Damn it!" I blame Mikey. Oh well, yeah, Mike. I think it was Leighton actually. Yeah. Leighton. It had to be Leighton. So the one time that we, well, not the one time, the first time that we ended up staying over his place, right? So we're like. We just met Mikey the night before and yeah. we, we just, we don't really know like the area. Right. So Mikey comes back, like he was, he was DDing us the whole night or whatever. Uh, and he parks like where I would assume would be fine. Well, all of a sudden it's like six 30 in the morning and they are absolutely going fucking nuts downstairs. Well, someone's banging on his door and I'm living, I'm the only one in the living room. You'd have thought it was a truck. Everyone right. else is spread around. So I'm, I'm like the first person that they're going to shoot when they get inside. So I'm like sitting there wondering who the hell Noah's pissed off now. Like I'm like yeah. Hemrick's, I'm like Hemrick's downstairs or something. <laughs> <laughs> and like there, it is so loud. So like it, it was so loud that the people up, like Mikey was upstairs. He wakes up, he comes down. Luckily, it was for his truck. But dude, like it was. Were they about to tell it? Yeah, they they were gonna tell because yeah, he, he was but, parked in front of the garage next to Noah's, and the guy was trying to go to work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> dude, just just an absolute mess every single time. But. What do you mean that's somewhere you thought you'd be able to park? Is that somebody else's garage? Yeah, dude, I don't know. I guess that makes sense. 
I was so mad. I, I wasn't seeing straight. I was concussed or something. I, it, it literally sounded like they were going to put a battering ram through that goddamn door. Yeah. And it, it, I think it was even earlier than that. It was like 5 a.m. And I'm just oh like, my, what yeah. the fuck is going on right now? And, and I didn't even know if anybody lived next there. I, I would hate to live next yeah. to there. Oh, my God. <laughs> 100%. Well, yeah. I don't even think that the door was locked. No. So that's that was I mean, I guess that's why I should have known it was someone important. Like, yeah. Someone, if, if they knew, you never know. He never locks his door. No, no, no. We, were, we were joking about that in Florida where when we went to the Derby, what was that last last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> we're talking to him and he was saying something. I was like, it doesn't even fucking matter. We could go down to your house right now and fucking walk right in if we needed to. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, literally, like it's so bad. Well, get, I remember get, one day he, he's been in like Vegas for like however long and uh. I was like, hey, can I, like, grab something I left there? He's like, yeah, just go to the house. Like, where's your spare key? He's like, oh, I don't lock it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we had gone down for something. What? Hickory. Oh, yeah, we were, we were going down there for Hickory because I was going to run the Easter Bunny. And yeah. we go down there, and he wasn't there yet or at no, all. No, so and he's he... like, just go into, that, go into my house. And we're just like, what? Like, what? Just walk in. And we very much did. He, yeah. he, he was he was. Oh, never. He was there the first night, and so we went out downtown, whatever. And then he was leaving at like 10 a.m. the next morning, and so he's just like, "All right, guys, he's like I'll be gone for the weekend. Like you guys are free to stay here, whatever. Just uh, <laughs> just only invite people that you trust." Yeah. And I was just like, "Just don't wreck my place." All right, cool. I didn't even end up staying there again, but like Charlie kept going back and forth, and it's just like, what what a concept that like just just <laughs> leave awesome. out for a week and a half or whatever. <laughs> Just <laughs> mind you, we had met him like once before this. <laughs> he is awesome. Second time there, but we had only physically like seen him two or three times before that. He's like, yeah, just just take take a hold of my entire house. Okay. <laughs> at least we didn't get accused of breaking that flag. Yeah, yeah. I was all you. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like you now actually. I probably. Should, I mean, dude, if I did it, I would just admit to it, but. It's not even a big deal. It's a flag, but I'm I'm gonna fight him till the end on it. <laughs> I know I did not yeah. break that flag. Just one of those fucking petty things, right there. But so like, what, I'm not. <laughs> what I'm do you got going on in 2021? So you already talked about it a little bit, but you're gonna be doing asphalt, like the modified as well. Yeah, I think so. Just gonna try to put some, you know, schedule together with Gary um, around the 77 again, and um, you know, on top of like 70, 80 dirt modified races, you know, try to run as a as many as we can on the asphalt hopefully start at new smyrna you know but uh i mean i'm sure i don't know but i'm sure newman's probably gonna run it some i don't know what he's got going on this year but uh so i'll try to maybe split it with him maybe he runs the races i can't and whatever you know so uh, i just love running for gary man he's so cool awesome just he's smart too i feel like we work together really well so um it's been fun to get my first you know modified win with him at the north south uh last year that was pretty cool so, so moving forward, what are some of the big bucket list check marks we're looking for, for, for wins? What are, what are some of the things that you want to do that you haven't done yet? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I want to win the championship, honestly, but, um, you know, just, uh, I want to win as many races again. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, just kind of set on kill next year and just try to start picking them off, you know, definitely defend the dirt car nationals title would be a good start to the year. Um, you know, that's always a good, good confidence booster to go down and win in Florida and, um, you know, to, I want to win super dirt week too. Um, that would be huge. So that's, uh, that's, you, you guys got to come to super dirt week. That's a good time. 
maybe maybe we can add that to our uh, to our list of things that we got to do for 2022. Yeah, put it on now. It's like October 9th or something like that. It's like a full week, and it's sick because you race your big block at Oswego all week. Like Wednesday's practice, Thursday's qualifying, Friday you got your triple thirties. Um, then each night, like Wednesday night, you'll practice during the day in your big block, and then race at a track 30 minutes down the road with your small block. Then the next night, qualify with your big block during the day. Then go to another track for your small block. Every night you're at a different track with your small block, but at the big block at Oswego during the day. And then Saturday, um, you can have a choice. You can race your small block at Oswego for 25 grand, or you can go uh, run that other, that Brett Dale short track super series. He's got a race like an hour away. And uh, we won that this year too um, with the 357 guys. Um, but and then Sunday's obviously the, the 50 grand to win. So it, it's a crazy week. And, um, you know, they call it racing's biggest party. There's like thousands of campers. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. I, th- I think we might have to, uh, might have to get the old bus going or, or get a bus or something like that for us. To be yeah. I, I think that'd be cool. Cool as hell to do that. But, uh, yeah, similar to like Ohio sprint week, Indiana sprint week, you know, things like that. It's just a, it's a seven day party of nothing but racing and playing <laughs> with the pals, which that's, that's the whole point of this show is, you know, being with yeah. the racetracks and, and doing what you got to do to be there so oh yeah uh, we, no we, that's a cool that's a cool week for sure point said come for the race cars stay for the people and i think that that's uh kind of just been the motto of the show ever since because we yeah I, there's there's select events up here i mean not uh, we got to get to some dirt dirt races but you know and like the thompson world series rolls around obviously the icebreaker just just anything down in connecticut that region those big party weekends it's just <laughs> That's our that's our bread and butter. So yeah, seven day party. I think that we're gonna have to. Uh, Dude, I've that. never I've never stayed for any of that stuff after asphalt races. Uh, yeah, I'll have to come hang out with you guys at some point for sure. Uh, like, well, <laughs> last year I didn't have any time, dude. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll have crazy. to make something happen here for sure. But yeah, uh, talking about talking about racing as much as you are coming up this year, it seems like you're not gonna have much time either. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, you're, well, you're, at least one. You're staying, yeah, yeah. We got it. We got to do something. You're you're staying so busy that what are you? Are you like cuddling a, a lamp right now? Is that did you did you have to go buy a lamp? <laughs> there's no just no, for this interview. I got this new place and there's no lights. Like, dude, <laughs> there's no lights. Looks like so, no one's like, the without this without this lamp. Like, I mean, it's not that bad. But I got the simulator on. I got the TV on. This is the only light that's actually in here. There's no light in the in the ceiling. No, dude, in none of the rooms. And yes, I got lamps like this in every room. Are you on? I, went, <laughs> I got this. Like the price tag still on this one. Goodwill, four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the sake of the interview, whether you did or not, we're gonna say that you went to Goodwill to get that lamp for this. Yeah, for this. I did. For, yeah yeah perfect perfect <laughs> yeah but this is like this is like the little game room i gotta figure out how to turn this around got the little now xbox we figured out that we have video with these two uh shows so let's go on a little little mtv cribs here or whatever yeah bfp cribs but no lights no no <laughs> <laughs> everything like, what, what place we got a smoke detector <laughs> What, like what place doesn't have lights, dude? Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. If anybody wants to start a GoFundMe to give me some lights, sweet. Sponsor Max. Yeah. Shop MadMaxLights.com. 
Yeah. Uh, so, until so, then, this, uh, oh, I'll yeah. keep going to Goodwill and get a couple more lamps. I love it. I love it. Uh, so part part of the show here, we have a pa- we have a, a Patreon account where a lot of what we call our pals have access to exclusive content and and an opportunity to ask you questions. And they'll, it looks like we have one for you. They'll probably get that that cribs. Well, that, that's that's a that's going to be a video piece that they'll end up yeah. seeing. But oh uh, yeah. yeah, Cameron Jackson uh, asked, "What's your favorite track you've ever been to?" Said either trucks or dirt. But I mean, I guess since you do dirt more often, or trucks on dirt. Yeah, but yeah. trucks truck at Eldora was cool. Um, that was really fun, but my favorite asphalt track, I mean, I guess I'm kind of a, got a little favoritism because I got my first win there, be Watkins Glen, you know, um, that's definitely my favorite asphalt track. My favorite, like modified tour track, Thompson did places sick. I had never ran a tour race there, but I, uh, the first time I ever jumped in like a modified, I jumped in Keith Rocco's car one night and, uh, I almost won it. Priest passed me with two to go. He gave me the chrome horn a little bit, drove over my left front. I haven't forgot that one yet, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, Ryan's awesome. He's cool. But um, no, that was really cool. Thompson's just fun. I think I, I started like, I think I started 11th there. And we got the lead on like lap 13. Like I was throwing slide jobs. It was sick. Like it was fun. And uh, I'm so excited. I think we're going to try to go back there this year as long as the schedule allows. So uh, that'll be cool. But my favorite dirt track. Again, favoritism, weed sport, probably. Got my first Super Dirt Series win. But Eldora's sweet. Um, a little track up here in New York. We run on Friday nights, Brewerton Speedway. That's a really cool place. And then uh, Albany, Saratoga. There's a lot of really cool racetracks. Charlotte. When the, I mean, like this year's Charlotte was awesome. In the past, I mean, it's been horrible. But they put like a new surface on it. It was uh, it's pretty rad. Volusia. Volusia's sick. If I could run Volusia weekly, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah quick 23 hour drive so probably not gonna do that road, right all the yeah. at some point yeah so, i mean we drove we drove just as far to go to noah's birthday party so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but do it weekly might as well yeah so yeah. One, one question that i do like to to ask every single person that we've had on the show here whether it be in person or, or over zoom like this um you know there, there's a lot of different reasons that a lot of different people go to racetracks whether that be the sights, the sounds, the smells, the the adrenaline, just going fast. Some 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 people, it's going for the people. Uh, what is it that keeps bringing Max McLaughlin back to the racetrack? Man, that that winning feeling, man. There ain't nothing in the world like it. It's like the biggest adrenaline rush ever. Um, you know, I can think think back to it, and you can't replicate it. Like you just you can't. I don't get excited about a whole lot other than uh, other than racing too. So um, you know, just taking that checkered flag and like your stomach just drops and your fist bumping going crazy. I wish that you could like mic up and like hear, cause I have no idea what I say. All I know is I have no voice after just screaming the whole time. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's no other feeling. I mean, that's why we go to the track. That's why we do it every week. We try to go win and um, you know, get a, that's, that's our high pretty much. So um, yeah, that's, that's definitely it. And then, uh, you know, spending a lot of time with my dad too. has been really cool. Um, you know, he works with me full time and he's going to actually be working for the team this year and traveling with us. So, uh, you know, he's 65 now, but he still rips, you know, he, uh, there ain't a harder working dude. He's, he's pretty nuts. Um, so it's, uh, been, been able to spend a lot of time with dad last two years and, uh, that's been pretty fun for sure. Do you have anything? No, I think that's it. I think that covers it. We 
we we learned a lot more about you. That's good because it, uh, it, it's funny that he actually says that because yeah. he, yeah, you know, a lot of times we go back and forth on trying to find somebody on who's going to be in the show, and, and Bradley reached out to you, and he told basically told me that you were going to be on. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to have to do some research because I don't really know Dick yeah. McLaughlin. And <laughs> I feel like after this, not only I, but a lot of other people that are listening are going to know a lot about you know, Max McLaughlin. And uh, that's cool. We'll, we'll have to do that. Uh, that Jersey swap there. I want one of those t-shirts. Yeah, let's do it, man. I appreciate y'all having me. That's cool, man. And uh, anytime y'all want to come up, I got a spare bedroom with no light and a couch. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring a Goodwill gift card. Yeah. Let's go. I'll bring let's a go. I'll bring a flag. I, I got the love. I got the love sack out there too. So you can sleep on a bean bag, spare bedroom, or the couch. So are you out? <laughs> always um, I'm up in uh, basically by the shop in Weedsport, New York, at a, a place like it's in Baldwinsville. It's like 15 minutes from the shop. So I moved in here uh, about a month ago, me and the dog. So yeah. well, I yeah. think yeah. I mean, y'all got to come up where there's like a stretch of like a three day weekend or something. Be sweet. Let us know the deets and we'll we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Hell yeah. Perfect. Our, our home track closed down, so we're looking for a new home. So yeah. Really? Yeah. We're, Just down the road. Beatridge. What closed down? What was it? Beatridge Motor Speedway. Beatridge closed down? Yeah, he sold it. The cunt. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. That's it's literally yeah. five minutes that way. So yeah. Yeah. I'm probably five hours this way. So yeah. <laughs> And it, that's that's shorter than the trip to Noah's birthday party. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I only stayed for a day and turned right back around and went to a racetrack. So yeah, you going to Atlantic City? Yeah, I'm racing Atlantic City. Well, we'll oh, see shit. you there. Then. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. What's the first one? The first one's Allentown, right? Allentown. Allentown. I think we're gonna. I I would like to do both, but we'll. we'll yeah, see. yeah. I'm going. I'm racing. A, I've never even sat in a TQ midget. So oh, that should be fun, dude. Yeah. That's why I did. I've been on a diet. I've been eating like these disgusting like Kale. keto meals and stuff. I've dropped like 10 pounds in the last week and a half. I don't drink anything but water just for the TQ midget stuff. Like I'm trying to get to like Eric Rudolph weight, Jeez. which is like a lot lighter than I am. <laughs> I'm like basically starving myself and working out like a, like a dummy, but well, you, you, won. Do what you, do. you won the last time you were out in a, in a death trap. So we'll- yeah. They're just smaller coffins. <laughs> yeah, do they haul ass? They do haul ass. I'm excited. Should be fun for sure. Well, we'll see you at either Allentown, AC, yeah. or both. And uh, this has been no, cool. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you guys race soon. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.